baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm Heather Vale, and you're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Gina Strong, Development Director of The Shade Tree. The Shade Tree is a 24-hour accessible shelter designed to meet the needs of domestic violence and human trafficking survivors and their children. And the organization's annual fundraising gala is coming up in a few days. Gina, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Heather. Thanks so much for having me on. So for those who aren't familiar with the Shade Tree, why was it originally started and what does it accomplish? Oh, great question. So we were actually established over 33 years ago. And some members of the community, including an amazing woman who actually just recently passed away, her name was Reverend Deacon Bonnie Polly, found a need for women that had children and then women that didn't have children that were escaping a domestic violence situation just needed safe shelter. So they found a basement to use to start helping these women and eventually kind of outgrew that that small basement area. And then a few years later, helped establish with actually the Junior League of Las Vegas, our own separate shelter. And then eventually the Shade Tree moved into its own building, which is located where we still are, kind of north of downtown on Owens and Main Street. That sounds like a lot of growth. So it brings up the question, how big is the need in Southern Nevada for shelter for domestic violence victims and human trafficking victims? It sounds like there must be a huge need if the shelter keeps growing so much. Absolutely. It's um, a little you know, sad to think about, but unfortunately, one in five women will experience domestic violence in their life. And one in seven men will experience domestic violence. And then we have the issue of human trafficking on top of that. And our shelter also assists those that are having a moment of crisis or in a homeless situation and find themselves unsheltered. So we actually are, we have a lot of clients in our facility right now. We have the highest numbers that we've seen since before the pandemic, actually. Got over 170 clients staying with us right now. So there is a really great need throughout our community, throughout Southern Nevada. And uh, we're really just trying to help those clients seek safe shelter, you know, in that moment of crisis. But then also we have programs and services and resources for them so that eventually they can leave our building and get their own apartment, get their jobs, get that stability and and dignity and self-reliance back. So that's the ultimate goal. You know, we're just helping them along the way so that they can have a happy and fulfilled life. What are some of those programs and services that you offer? So we have quite a few programs and services. We also have a lot of wonderful community partners that we work with to provide resources for them if we don't provide them in-house. So we do things like workforce development. Um, We have Goodwill comes in and, and provides some job training and some how to apply for jobs, things like that. We actually have Cox Communications provides us with computers. 
We work with Dress for Success to get clients interview clothes or clothes that they get a job. Then we have an entirely different program that is victim services. So if we have somebody who's coming to us that needs a temporary restraining order or they have an upcoming court date, they have custody battles. Um, We have case managers that work with them on that. We have clients who come to us who literally just escaped an almost deadly situation. So they come to us without anything. They don't have their driver's license. They don't have their birth certificate. So how are they then going to get a job or, you know, get their own apartment? So the case manager will work with them, you know, literally from step zero all the way up until hopefully them getting their own apartment or, you know, somewhere safe where they can live and start to rebuild their lives. That's awesome. And I do want to highlight that it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So this is a perfect time to be having this conversation and bringing awareness to the severity of the situation. Now, your fundraising gala is not during Domestic Violence Awareness Month, but it is crucially important because obviously when you're doing all of that work, you need to raise funds. So could you tell us more about the Once Upon a Gala that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for mentioning Domestic Violence Awareness Month. It is October and we've been working hard this month. We just had a candlelight vigil where we honored the lives of those who lost their lives to domestic violence. That was on Thursday. And we see the gala as a culmination of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, although it's November 3rd, where we're still celebrating and and trying to spread the word about prevention and also, of course, raising some funds. So the Shade actually launched their first fundraising gala in 2019, and it was a great successful event in October. And then, you know, COVID happened and the world shut down. And so we were unable to hold the gala or any in-person fundraising events for over two years. So obviously that was a really big hit for us. Other nonprofits obviously were affected as well. And so we are really excited to be gathering together and to have this gala coming up in just a few days. We're hoping to raise a ton of money to actually raise awareness. And it's also a night of celebration of what we have accomplished and what our donors have helped us with and what the community has done to get us through the pandemic because we did not close our doors one time during the entire pandemic. We kept serving, we kept making sure people had a safe place to go. And you know that's partially because of our amazing staff and also because of the community and what they provided and, and, you know, they kept donating. So although we've taken a huge hit in fundraising, we still are so very grateful for what the community has done. And we know we can just continue to raise awareness of why it's so important to donate. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been around for 33 years, but you only had the first fundraiser a few years ago. So this is literally just your second annual major fundraiser for a 33-year-old organization? Well, you know, that's a good question. (laughs) Along the years, they had other types, you know, they've done it all. They did golf tournaments and yeah, you know, we did a champagne brunch and things, but a, a gala of this type, in the, I would say in the last 10 years or so, the first one was in 2019. I'm not exactly sure what they did before that. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a great trend to be continuing now. And, you know, I've heard people say, hey, it feels like 2019 when we have these great galas this year because it's finally the first time that the organizations can start having them again. So what are some of the silent auction items and what kind of things can people expect if they attend the Once Upon a Gala? Yeah, we're so excited. So the gala is at Resorts World, um, and it's going to be 
weather dependent, hoping it's a beautiful day. It's going to be on the Rose rooftop there, which is a gorgeous space. At 5.30, we've got a secret garden soiree, which is a cocktail hour. It's actually sold out, but we do have tickets available for the gala portion that starts at 7. And you can probably guess by the name Once Upon a Gala that it's fairy tale inspired. Our CEO likes to say that everyone's happily ever after looks different and everyone still has an opportunity to build their own fairy tale and to have that happily ever after. You know, our clients obviously have found themselves in difficult positions, but we try to help them find that hope of a happily ever after. And so that's kind of what inspired this theme. So we're going to have a night of delicious food from Resorts World. We've got a donated bar from Southern Wine and Spirits. We have a silent auction, as you mentioned. We have a couple really exciting silent auction items. We have a couple really cool VIP experiences. We have one, if you're a Luke Bryan fan, we've got the ultimate VIP Luke Bryan experience. He's playing at Resorts World. We have Golden Knights tickets. We have an experience at Spiegel World. They produce the shows that are Atomic Saloon and Absinthe, and we have a couple really cool experiences with them. We also have Fabergé eggs. We've got fine Golden Knights jerseys and hockey sticks. We've got rounds of golf. Just a really diverse and amazing silent auction experience. We're working on a couple others that are really big too, but we're going to save those for the night of the gala. We will open the silent auction items just a day or two before the gala. So if you're not able to attend the gala, you can still follow along and bid on items if there's anything that you see um, that, you know, piques your interest. And we also will have eight trips available, some in the United States, but some international as well. We've actually got a mystery wall of treasures where for a $20 donation, there's a guaranteed prize and the guests can reach through a wall and and get a mystery prize. Um, It's got gift cards and lots of amazing donated prizes that we have there. Um, We also have the opportunity to purchase wine charms, wine bottles. We actually made our own shade tree wine um, exclusively available at the gala. So we're really excited about that. And then we've got some programming, you know, to tell everybody about us. Um, And then we'll have some dancing and we're going to end the night with a band Patrick and the LVB, and they're going to play from 9 to 10. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. So where can listeners find out more information about Shade Tree in general, you know, whether they want to volunteer, donate, access the services, or if they want to get tickets to Once Upon a Gala? So we have a one-stop shop for you. All you have to do is go to theshadetree.org. And at the top, there's a purple button that says Once Upon a Gala. So click on that if you want to buy tickets. And then there's also on the shadetree.org a space to go to for volunteering. So you can sign up or send an email. We would love to have gala volunteers. If you're not able to afford the ticket price or just want to come and check us out and learn more and volunteer, we'd we'd love the volunteers that evening as well. Um, and then there's more information about the shade tree and what we do and the services we provide. So I'd really say the website obviously is the best place, but we also are very active on Instagram and we're on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. The shade tree Vegas. 
Okay, awesome. So theshadetree.org, once again, is the website, theshadetree.org. You can get tickets to Once Upon a Gala. You can become a volunteer. You can make donations. You can volunteer for the night of the gala. And that's happening Thursday, November 3rd at 7 p.m. at Resorts World Las Vegas. And again, it's a fairy tale theme, Once Upon a Gala. And all the information is right there at theshadetree.org. And Gina, I want to thank you so much for being here and telling us about, first of all, the gala, but also the work that you guys are doing on a day-to-day basis, which is so crucial in our community. So you're making such a difference, and it's very much appreciated. And thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Heather. I appreciate it. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you, as a police officer, we're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today, I'm speaking with Donette Fike, Community Engagement Specialist for Hope Link of Southern Nevada, and Frankie Perez, headliner for Jammin' for Hope, which is part of Hope Link's annual fundraising event, Hope Week. Donette and Frankie, thank you both so much for being here. Thank you for having us. So, Donette, what exactly is Hope Link for those who don't know? Um, We're an organization that has been around for 30 years now in Las Vegas, and our main mission is to prevent homelessness, preserve families, and provide hope. And we have been able to do that with our client services and our case managers, and we're, we're growing so rapidly. I can tell you, Heather, in 2019, when I started, we had about 13 employees, and now in 2022, we're up to 44 employees. Wow. That was a lot of growth during COVID. (laughs) Yeah, well, because we get such awesome community support and sponsorship, Frankie being one of them. Yeah. So, Danette, you're the team leader behind this whole Hope Week event. So can you tell us more about what exactly is going on during Hope Week? Okay, well, we are going to kick off the week on Friday, November 4th at Taverna Castera. They're also one of our awesome community partners. And what we're going to do there is back in the summer in June, uh, just this last June, we Mm -hmm. celebrated our 30 years of service. And we had commemorated that with one of our books, uh, The 30 Stories of Hope. So those posters and those stories are going to be showcased at Taverna Castera. And also there's going to be some lots of fun little things going on that night. The chef. Chris Mahone, he's the executive chef at Taverna. He has actually been, he was one of our clients and he has been um, just an awesome resource for us. He loves to partner with us and the owner, Jeff Wong, he, Hopelink is a near and dear cause to him. So he, he likes to support us as well. So Chris is going to set up a taco stand that night at first Friday and a dollar of the proceeds of each taco sale is going to go back to Hopelink. And they're also going to be featuring their pomegranate mule and a dollar per drink will also be going back to Hopely. Nice. Okay. And then the final event for the week is Jammin' for Hope. 
And Frankie, you're the headliner. So tell us more about the Jammin' for Hope concert. It's actually re really exciting. It's, I love the bands that are on it. Um, myself, um, headlining, it's still shy when people say headlining. It's like, you know, like well, so that just means you go on last and everybody stays to see you. <laughs> right, that's what that means. But, you know, uh, it's also going to be um, the Soul Juice Band and Chicks Who Rock. And it's going to be, it's a really great, I know both those bands, they, we actually, Soul Juice and I, we both uh, share horn players from time to time. So I know they throw down. It's going to be a really, really exciting night. The, I believe it's 8 p.m. It's at, uh, Fremont Country Club, which is right next to the world-famous backstage bar and billiards and downtown Las Vegas, and uh, it's going to be a great night. So if you share your horn players with the Soul Juice Band and you're both playing that night, who gets the horn players? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess in theory they could play with both bands. It would be a pretty long night, but they could, right? I, I literally I texted everybody, and I was like, uh, who are you playing with? And, uh, and <laughs> play with you. <laughs> nice. Okay. With you, it wouldn't matter. I'm totally joking. If, if we had to share, <laughs> we could share. But, uh, you know, I don't want to blow those guys out just in, in one set. Sharing's always good, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do at Hopelink. We share. We do. We share. <laughs> yeah. And, and, Frankie, you have been supporting Hopelink for a long time, from what I've heard, including donating a bunch of furniture from your business, Liquidation Nation. Can you tell yeah. us about that? Yeah, it's it's really cool uh, uh, the way everything happens. And for people that don't believe in hope or that there's something out in the ether, it's, 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 uh, they are wrong. It's like things keep proving themselves to me. It, you know, the people at Hopelink hired me to play their, their anniversary. And, and I had, you know, I'd heard of the organization. I didn't really know, I didn't know the, the ins and outs of the organization, what they did. And I'm sitting with Stacey Lockhart and she kind of explains everything to me. And I'm like, wait a minute, uh, do you guys do furniture? I was like, you, you get them homes, you, 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 you play some other, but do they have furniture? And she's like, you know, we do whatever we can to find that, but for the most part, they don't. And I was like, well, go figure. I just opened a furniture store. And, you know, that's one of the things that makes a house a home, right? It's like, it's you can have a shelter over your head, but until you hang your own little painting and you make it yours. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to help to be able to do that. So we opened our doors and we donated a bunch of furniture and I continue to do so. Every time I get a chance, my partners are like, dude, you can't give everything away. <laughs> we got to sell, sell some of it. I'm like, no, but see, this would make this would be so great for Hopeling. They're like, oh my God, they got a bleeding heart out of me. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Danette, for people who decide to go to the Jam and Fur Hope concert, what else can they see besides the fabulous bands that Frankie already mentioned? Well, we're going to be opening up with uh, a vocalist, uh, Nia Ve Melanja. She actually owns her own boutique here in Vegas as well. Mm -hmm. So she'll be playing as people are walking in. And uh, we're going to be having a raffle, which is uh, we have one raffle item that's being provided by South Point Hotel and Casino. And it's going to be a two night staycation with a dinner for two at Silverado Steakhouse and also a $300 gift card for their spa. So we're hoping to raise funds through the raffle. And we're just we just want everybody to come out and have a great time and get to know each other and build new relationships and partnerships with each other and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Frankie, for those who don't know your musical style, how would you describe it? 
I've, I've had a very interesting career where I've, I've been able to, to navigate through a bunch of different genres, but at the end of the day, it's just good time, high energy stuff. I like to, I love to entertain people. I was born and raised in this town. I cut my teeth in these rooms. So I, I, I really believe people take the time to come out, get babysitters, you know, you know, to come out and see a show. They, they deserve to be entertained. And that's what I do. See, everybody says that it's hard to find people who are born and raised in Las Vegas, but more and more, I am meeting tons of amazing people who were born and raised in this fabulous town. It's just awesome. Yeah, I'm 47 years old this year, and I born here in 1976. I've left a few times, and I spent the majority of my life on the road touring, but this is where I call home. This is where I'm from. And it's, what's funny is that, to me, it's not that strange. All my friends were born here. Everyone that everyone that I still communicate with or that are still in my circle, for the most part, all Vegas natives. It's pretty amazing to see what this town has become. It was I've always loved it, but I'm just so proud of us. You know, what we've overcome, you know, organizations like this, what we're doing for our city, the stadiums, the the just the landscape is incredible. I'm just proud to be a Las Vegas native. Yeah, it's an amazing town and very resilient. You know, we keep overcoming everything. So it's great to be a part of this community. And definitely Hope Link of Southern Nevada is a very important part of this community. So, Donette, if people are interested in going to either the Jammin' for Hope concert or attending some of the other events that are happening during Hope Week, where do they find that information and buy their tickets? You can go to our website, which is link to hope. Dot org, and that too is the numeral two. Also, okay. I forgot to mention that after our awesome bands are done playing, we're going to be having an open jam. And at that point, we're going to be getting some pizzas from Evil Pie, bringing those on over. And we're going to have Ronnie Lee from Chicks Who Rock. She's going to be coordinating the open jam. Mm-hmm. We're inviting out other performers and musicians. Billy Burnett, he was a previous uh, Fleetwood Mac band member. He's flying out to be part of the Open Jam. And also our board member, John Burnett, his brother, will be there too. So we're going to just have music all night long. I think, are you playing in that too, Frankie? Gonna. I'm I'm sticking around. I'll threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like such a fun time. uh, Something that I want to say real quick is this is coming from just a regular guy, a guy, you know, that's recently striked up this, this beautiful relationship with, with Hope Links is people are inundated these days with charities. And I, and I understand people are trying to do well. And it's, and I get asked to do a lot of things and, and I, I have to, I'm at a point where I have to vet certain things. And this, this organization is for those that don't know, are, is so great. It's so honest, so pure, and the love that these people are sharing is is amazing. And I and I really hope that people come to this and, and, and partake and share and donate. I mean, even the stats, like, you know, they, you know, they sent me the stats for this this event and I'm just reading them and it's like, you know, 10 million invested in direct homelessness prevention via client services. 10,000 individuals provided with critical services, 500 children provided with beds. It's like, they're doing it. They're not, they're, they're, you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're not just talking. Yeah, exactly. So, so please, those of you listening, come out, support, get on their website, donate some money. This is the real deal. Well, and Frankie, you alone in August, you provided furniture for 30 of our families. 
And I, I believe me, it meant it meant the world to me. And I I'm already calling. I'm telling you, like I might I might get kicked off my own board. Like I'm already calling Stacy. I go, I got more stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Frankie, if people want to follow you and your music, yeah. what's your website? So you can find me on social media, Frankie Perez Official. Uh, that's uh, uh, on Instagram, Frankie Perez with the Y on uh, Facebook. All my music is on all streaming platforms, all digital platforms. So you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Tidal, you name it. And but first and foremost, you can come see me the 12th at this uh, at this event. Absolutely. Okay, so once again, if you want to follow Frankie, it's Frankie Perez Official on Facebook and Instagram, Frankie with a Y, Frankie Perez Official. And if you want to check out this Hope Week, which is to support Hope Link of Southern Nevada, and especially the Jammin' for Hope concert, which is the end to the week, but there's also the fabulous stuff going on First Friday, there's the tacos, there's all kinds of stuff going on during the week as well. All of that information is at linktohope.org. That's link, the number two, hope.org. And again, Hope Week is happening from Friday, November 4th to Saturday, November 12th. And that Saturday, November 12th is when Jammin' for Hope is happening at Fremont Country Club. So again, all of that information at linktohope.org, link, the number two, hope.org. Donette and Frankie, I want to thank you both so much for being here and for letting people know about Hope Week, which is, you know, sounds like such a fun time. And also for letting them know more about what Hope Link of Southern Nevada does, because it's an amazing organization. And I'm glad you guys are here promoting it. So thank you both for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heather. Thank you. Learning your child has cancer causes an emotional and financial crisis. Often, the best place for treatment is far from home. But with the help of the National Children's Cancer Society, children battling cancer can get to life-saving treatment, whether it's across town or across the country. To learn how we give families hope and give their children the best shot at survival, visit thenccs.org. That's T-H-E-N-C-C-S dot Because no family should go through childhood cancer alone. I'm Heather Vale, and you're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Joining me today is Clark County Clerk Lynn Marie Goya. The Office of the Clark County Clerk has partnered with professionals from the Las Vegas wedding industry to offer free weddings for members of the military near Veterans Day. Lynn, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. So for the listeners who aren't familiar, what exactly does the Office of the Clark County Clerk do? We do uh, many things, but the two main thing is I oversee the Marriage License Bureau and wedding officiants and work directly with the wedding industry in Clark County, which is the number one wedding destination for the world. I also oversee the county boards and commissions public records and minutes so that you have a transparent government. Nice. Okay. So where did the idea come from to offer free weddings to members of the military? It's not just weddings, it's weddings and vow renewals. A lot of military couples didn't have the weddings of their dreams because something happened. Uh, when we did this a few years ago, we actually stopped over COVID, but now we are hoping to um, have another wonderful Veterans Day weekend. One of the couples 
the husband was in Afghanistan when they actually exchanged their vows. And so uh, his mother stood in for proxy and she kissed his mother instead of him. So they were very excited about having their own wedding and their own first kiss. Another couple, uh, their daughter actually contacted us and they were celebrating their 50th anniversary. He was a Vietnam vet. They were very poor when they got married 50 years ago. Uh, He is a disabled veteran. And they'd been married for 50 years and wanted to, you know, have a nice celebration to celebrate their 50 years of love. And so we were able to give them a wonderful celebration. So it's vow renewals and weddings, depending on what your status is. That's amazing. So how are the winners chosen for this year? Well, you submit through lvmarriesthemilitary.com. And I think there's still some openings. And if basically, if if you are a veteran or uh, active duty military, including Coast Guard or reserves, any of the military branches, then you are eligible. And we just need to make sure that you are available during that one day. So the date that we do this is on Veterans Day weekend. And so this year, 11-11-22 is going to be a huge day for the wedding industry Um, and probably for the military as well. And so we are doing the weddings on 11-10 the day before. So if you're available and and you're a military spouse, we want to hear from you. Awesome. Okay. How many wedding vendors are offering free services? I think there's about 20 weddings available. Mm -hmm. They're packages. So we we go ahead and package. There's a number of vendors that are related because we do flowers. Allegiant Airline has been graciously offering to help support the flight out. And we have flowers and some places to stay and photographers. So there's there's a, a large number of vendors involved. And you have efficients? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, whether it's of a course. vow renewal, yeah, of course. Whether it's a vow renewal or a, a wedding, uh, a legal wedding, uh, we actually have uh, wonderful officiants. You know, these people do weddings all day, every day. This is their profession, and nobody really does it better. So they do a wonderful ceremony. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, so you mentioned lvmarriesthemilitary.com is the website to go to if people want to find out more about Las Vegas Marries the Military or if they want to submit an application. And again, that's happening on November 10th, 2022 is when you could win a free wedding. Now, Lynn, where could people go if they want to know more about the Clark County clerk in general or maybe some of the services that you offer on a regular basis? Well, we have a site that we put together to make it easier for couples. We get couples from all over the world. And so we have the URL weddings.vegas and it has all of the clerk's services on it. You go to the menu and you can see all the other things we do in addition to weddings, but it's wedding centric because we want to make it easy for couples, no matter where they're coming from, to find the services and the information they need to come to Clark County to get married. Okay, fantastic. So weddings.vegas is the website weddings.vegas if you want to find out more about the Clark County clerk or you want to get married in Vegas, who doesn't want to get married in Vegas? Like she mentioned, it's the wedding capital (laughs) of the world, right? (laughs) If you're gonna do it, like do it right. And then for military members, or if you just want to find out more about what's happening on November 10th, lvmarriesthemilitary.com is the website to go to for Las Vegas marries the military. And again, free wedding services 
bonuses are being offered for military members who get chosen. So put your application through at lvmarriesthemilitary.com and get ready to be married or get vow renewals on November 10th. And, you know, like you mentioned, 11 11 22, that is going to be a huge day in the wedding <laughs> industry. So it's this is just very a, busy here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a numbers person myself. It's all about the dates. So 11 11 22 is amazing. It'll be very fun. <laughs> absolutely. I'm sure it will be. Lynn Marie Goya, Clark County Clerk, thank you so much for being here today and letting us know more about what the Clark County Clerk Office does, as well as Las Vegas Marries the Military. I appreciate your time. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Jen Larson, Walk Manager for the ALS Association Nevada Chapter. Their Walk to Defeat ALS is coming up, and fundraising is underway. Jen, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. So what exactly does the ALS Association do? So we provide services for patients and their families living with ALS in Nevada. So some of that includes like respite care, um, medical equipment that they may need um, while they're going through their journey with ALS, um, and anything else really that the family may need, um, transportation, things along those lines. Okay. How prevalent is ALS in Southern Nevada? So in all of Nevada, we have about 120 patients. Our care service coordinators are the ones that work primarily with the patients. But in the state as a whole, we have 120 patients and then their families. Okay. So you've got the walk to defeat ALS, which is coming up. Could you tell us more about the event? Yeah. So the walk is free. And basically, we all just join together as a community to show our support for our patients and families um, here in Nevada. So we fundraise and then we get together that day kind of just as a celebration um, of our fundraising efforts. And the families come out. We all have walk teams. And then it's a, a one-mile walk out at Craig Ranch Park. And um, it's really just a great like community event where we just kind of come together and um, show our support. So if the walk is free, how exactly are funds being raised? So the fundraising is peer-to-peer -peer fundraising. So basically when you sign up to walk, you have the option to like start a Facebook fundraiser, which um, you can share with your friends and then ask for donations that way. You can ask for monetary donations. So, you know, ask your friends to like send you a check or money um, that, that can then get applied to your walk team. 
So fundraising is peer to peer. So you, you just ask people, you know, you know, to support your team in that way, but anyone can come out and walk with us and show their support also. Nice. Okay. What specifically do the funds go to support? So they go towards um, a lot of different things. So like, as I mentioned earlier, respite care, they also go towards like transportation for patients, like to and from doctor's appointments. And then we do have a clinic once a month at two different doctors here in town. And that goes to support our um, care service coordinators and then the clinics that um, we support also. And they get to see like a variety of clinicians on that day. So like doctors, respiratory therapists, dietitians. And then we also provide um, medical equipment that they need while they're going through their journey. Our care service coordinators provide any other like medical needs that they may need, bed rails, shower chairs, all those kinds of things. Um, We just make sure they have everything they need while they're living with the disease. Okay. So you mentioned it's a one-mile walk at Craig Mm -hmm. Ranch Park. What else is going on that day? Like, What would the experience be like if someone wants to take part in that day? Yeah, so it's actually a really um, fun day, even though, you know, it is um, a terrible disease. We we get together and we do have like the ice bucket challenge that day, which is really kind of fun. And then we have a pumpkin smash. So you can pay $5 to like sledgehammer a pumpkin, which my kids, that's their favorite thing to do. <laughs> that does sound yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. And then um, we have face painters and we have a caricature artist. We'll have Bishop Gorman's drumline is starting the walk for us. The UNLV cheerleaders will be out there. We also have um, the Avengers caricatures, the princesses, and the Star Wars cosplay. Um, people come out and support us. And then we have food trucks. There's just a lot of like fun things to do there. And then, of course, the walk. Yeah, I, I forgot that the ice bucket challenge from a few years ago was to support ALS. So yes. basically, you're going to be dumping ice water on people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> If they choose, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, so we will have that available if somebody wants to do that, which is always kind of a fun thing, but. Yeah, well, I did that, but it was in the summertime. Yes. This is in November. <laughs> and you'd be surprised. We still have some people that choose to do it. I know it's cooling off quickly, though. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. kind of like the polar bear plunge, right? Like some people kind of. like cold water. <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. So the date is Sunday, November 13th. And what time is it actually happening? So registration opens at 1030 a.m. that morning and then the walk starts at noon. So where can people go to sign up to take part in the walk? Well, so if they have Facebook, they can go to our Facebook page and there is a link on there, which is probably the easiest way to get to the walk page to sign up. Or they can go to our website, which is alsanv.org. And there's a link also that will take them to the walk and they can register that way. They can email me or they can call me and I'm happy to walk them through or give them more information. But our social media um, does have um, some links on there, which um, may be the quickest and easiest way to um, get registered that way. Okay. And if someone wanted to email you, what's the email address? Yeah. So it's Jen, J-E-N at A-L-S-A-N-V dot org. Okay, perfect. And what if someone wants to find out more information about the ALS Association Nevada chapter in general, or maybe make a donation, volunteer to help you out, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, they can always visit our website, 
or visit any of our social media platforms and we can send them more information. We do try to post um, a lot of information on there just about what our chapter does, um, what services we offer, what events we have coming up. Um, and then they can call us or, or email and we're happy to give them more information also. Okay, awesome. So once again, the Walk to Defeat ALS is happening on Sunday, November 13th at Craig Ranch Park. The check-in starts at 10.30 a.m. and the walk starts at 12 p.m. There's a ton of other events going on as well, including smashing pumpkins and getting ice water dumped on your head if you want to do that. Yes. <laughs> now the pumpkin, like I said, the pumpkin sounds fun. I would totally it's do that. It's my favorite. <laughs> so that's Sunday, November 13th. And the website is alsanv.org, alsanv.org, or you can find them on Facebook looking for the ALS Association Nevada chapter, or you can also email Jen directly. That would be jen at alsanv.org, J-E-N at alsanv.org. And if you want to find out more about the ALS Association Nevada chapter in general, again, that's all at the website and on social media as well. So the website, once again, alsanv.org. It stands for ALS Association Nevada. So alsanv.org. And Jen, I want to thank you so much for being here and letting everybody know about the walk that's coming up and all the fun stuff that's going on. Obviously, it's a serious condition. It's a serious topic that we're talking about. But the fact that you're raising funds to help the people that are suffering from it and giving people a, a fun community day in the process of helping other people, I think it's fantastic. So thank you for being here and thank you for your time. Thank you so much. And thank you for um, having me and getting the word out. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Right arm, right leg. Left leg, left arm. Both legs above the knee. Both legs, part of my left hand. Lost both my legs in Iraq. These 9-11 veterans are just a few of the heroes we serve at Homes for Our Troops. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, Everyday life has become filled with barriers, so we build specially adapted homes with features like wheelchair access, roll-in showers, and pull-down cabinets that allow them to function independently and focus on their recovery and family. This life-changing gift of freedom is provided mortgage-free to these veterans, thanks to our donors and supporters. But we need you to join us, too, in completing this important mission please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with former Navy SEAL Dave Birkenfield, who worked closely with the American Legion to develop the Be The One campaign to prevent veteran suicide. Suicide is the number one issue facing military veterans. As a veteran himself, Dave has experienced the challenges of serving in our armed forces, has lost comrades to suicide, and personally saved others by getting them the help they needed. Dave, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks so much, Heather, and thanks for uh, tackling this challenging subject. It's quite the undertaking here. Yeah, it's a very serious topic, but also a very important topic. And, you know, when I'm reading the stats, what comes to mind is why is veteran suicide so prevalent? 
Yeah, I think the really challenging thing is if, you know, the Department of Defense, the military, you know, senior leaders, the Veterans Administration, you know, if we all knew that question and we knew the answer to that question, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But I think it's, there's so many facets to it that tackling them can be overwhelming. And I think that's part of the problem is that we really need to break down and simplify some solutions. So that's what part of the Be The One is about is it's, you know, initially just destigmatizing uh, having the conversation. And, and that is really important in this day and age. Yeah. How many veteran suicides are there in a given day? You know, that, I think that that's, that's the, other, the other part of this story is that, you know, depending on the statistics there, and I'm not a statistician or a clinical psychologist that jumps into those figures every day, but, you know, the, the common understanding of it is somewhere between 17 and 22. I think there most recently was a study that shows that that number is being driven down a little bit. But when you look at that number, that is the issue. That, is, that issue is that it's overwhelming. It, it, it makes you lose a little bit of hope. And what Be The One is about is let's not focus on those big numbers. Let's not focus on those big looming numbers. Instead, let's focus on being the one person that can reach out and ask for help. Let's focus on being the one friend or family member, employer, associate that actually recognizes that there maybe is a problem and they actually put themselves out there and say, hey, can I be part of this solution? Can I change one veteran's life? And then that's the way that the American Legion is, is approaching this. Uh, you know, the American Legion is one of the largest and oldest veteran ser- service organizations in the nation. It's 107 years old. And they have chosen to make veteran suicide their, their biggest initiative for this generation. And I think that that's important. And that campaign is just growing. Uh, Be the One is really just starting. It's in its infancy. You know, we have a great website, betheone.org, and we're really trying to be a change agent here with, with this campaign. So basically, the message is that the stats are overwhelming. I mean, that's an incredible amount, whether it's the fact that we're even talking double digits per day is incredible. But because that stat is overwhelming, the goal behind the Be The One campaign is to reduce that to just one, like just do one, just be one who can help one. And it all starts with one, basically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in, in its simplest form, you know, the story of Be The One is, is I, was sitting, uh, I was sitting with some of the leadership from the American Legion, and, you know, we were talking about metrics and how do we tackle that looming metric? And we were looking back and forth and talking about how we're going to tackle it with the VA. And in the back of my head, you know, I'm just thinking about my teammates that I've lost to suicide you know, I lost my brother. My older brother was not a veteran, but I lost my older brother who I was very close to, to suicide. And in the back of my head during this whole conversation, I'm thinking all we would have needed to do is save one of these lives and one family would have been changed. And that really started to resonate with us and with the American Legion and, and realized that to start this, we just need to focus on individuals. And let's focus on humanity in, in the simplest form. And that's the one person. So it's, you know, what can I do? What can I do as, as a person? 
and being really human, if you will, and it's getting in front of people and it's being really willing to have these hard conversations and it's starting with one person and that's it. Yeah. And, you know, those are great questions to ask, but for the listeners, what is the answer? What exactly can they do to be the one to make a difference? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and initially, it's just get educated. It's it's make a commitment to get involved, really, and try to get educated. Be the one.org has lots and lots of resources. The fact there's a national hotline now, which is a 988 um, national crisis line, and then specifically 988-1 for veterans. Um, learn some of these resources. And then the other part of it is just, you know, realize if, if you have veterans in your community, if you have veterans that you might be your friends with or maybe work for you, that they could be struggling and you just don't even know it. And I think part of that is establishing an open relationship with them from the beginning and realizing, making sure that they know that you're there and interested in their welfare is really, really important. And so I, I think establishing those relationships early before crisis is really important. And then the last part of it is don't be afraid to have the hard conversations. Don't be afraid to ask someone if they need some help. Don't be afraid to ask them if, you know, are you going to hurt yourself? Like those are the conversations that no one wants to have, but sometimes that's the catalyst that needs to happen. Yeah. And what if a veteran is listening or somebody else who is struggling with thoughts of suicide? What's the best way to seek help? Yeah, I think firstly, it's just recognizing that you're not alone, right? Like this is, this is an epidemic that the veteran community is realizing and, and we are tackling. We have to understand that that sense of community is there for us. And the veterans are a national treasure, right? Like less than 1% of the, the nation has served the military and, and we need to realize that. I think that taking a step back, if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help. Realizing that there's lots of resources out there. You know, like I mentioned, the crisis line is a good starting point. Be the one.org, another great starting point. Uh, your primary care physician, another great starting point. A trusted friend, a trusted veteran friend, another good starting point. Clergy, if you're re religious, another great starting point. There's so many resources out there that. This is not doom and gloom. This is, we just need to understand and destigmatize and ask for help and, and help is there uh, for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so be the one.org is the website to go to, be the one.org. That is going to give you more information about the Be the One initiative by the American Legion. And if you're looking for help, the 988 National Suicide Prevention Helpline is active. If you have any thoughts of suicide, 988 is the helpline and 9881 specifically for veterans. So if you're a veteran struggling with suicide thoughts, 9881 is the specific helpline to call. And Dave, I want to thank you so much for being here today and shedding some light on this issue and especially giving some tools and resources where people can go to get help or to help loved ones. Because, you know, being the one, that's a great way to look at it. 
And the fact is, there is help out there today. There shouldn't be a stigma around this. And there are plenty of tools and resources. So thank you for being here and having this conversation. Yeah, Heather, I I really appreciate it. And I, I think that, you know, this is something that everybody can be involved in, right? And I think that that's the point. And it doesn't have to be an epidemic. We can drive this dark number down um, and we can drive it down in each one of our communities, in each one of our circles. And that's the way we have to do it. We have to tackle it one at a time and we're going to see some success here. So really appreciate it. Be the one.org. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks again, Dave. My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD. And I have PTSD. I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone. I was still in a war zone in my mind. But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. I'm Heather Vale with the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show, and this is your community events calendar for nonprofit initiatives and charity events around the Valley. Opportunity Village is holding their annual Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights events through October 31st at the Magical Forest on the Opportunity Village campus, 6300 West Oakey. Get your tickets and find out the final event times and dates at opportunityvillage.org. That's opportunityvillage.org. First Med Health and Wellness is hosting a winter coat drive also through October 31st for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Collected coats will be donated to Safe Nest for women and children who are victims of domestic violence and abuse. They're looking for women's and unisex coats in medium and large and children's coats in any size, as well as blankets, gloves, beanies, and new socks. The drop-off locations include all three clinics, which are on Shadow Lane, Eastern at Desert Inn, or MLK Boulevard at Alexander. Find the location details at fmhwc.org. That's fmhwc.org. The Shade Trees Once Upon a Gala is happening next Thursday, November 3rd at 7 p.m. at Resorts World Las Vegas. This fairy tale inspired event includes a silent auction and all proceeds benefit the Shade Trees mission to provide safe shelter to domestic violence and human trafficking survivors and their children. Get your tickets or find out more at theshadetree.org. That's theshadetree.org. Hope Week to support HopeLink of Southern Nevada is happening November 4th to 12th. It's a week of fun events to kick off the holiday season, starting with next week's First Friday and closing out with the Jammin' for Hope concert at Fremont Country Club on Saturday, November 12th. Jammin' for Hope features the Soul Juice Band, Chicks Who Rock, and Frankie Perez, plus an open jam session with Ronnie Lee and a private VIP guest performance by Nieve Melandra. HopeLink of Southern Nevada has been preventing homelessness, preserving families, and providing hope for over 30 years. Find all the details and calendar of events at linktohope.org. That's link, the number two, hope.org. 
The Junior League of Nevada is holding their inaugural Junior League of Las Vegas Retro Run next Saturday, November 5th at 9 a.m. at Floyd Lamb Park. This 5K run also has an optional one-mile fun run, and afterwards they'll have prizes, giveaways, and more surprises. Be sure to dress in your retro best. Find out more details or sign up at jllv.org. That's jllv.org. Monday's Dark with Mark Chinook is a bi-monthly musical fundraising party at The Space, with each event raising $10,000 for a specific charity in 90 minutes. Upcoming shows include Monday, November 7th at 8 p.m., benefiting the Burlesque Hall of Fame, and Monday, November 24th at 8 p.m., benefiting the Vegas Theatre Company. Get tickets or find out more details at mondaysdark.com. That's mondaysdark.com. The Office of the Clark County Clerk and the Las Vegas Wedding Industry are honoring Armed Forces members with a chance to win free weddings or vow renewals through Las Vegas Marries the Military on Thursday, November 10th. Submit your application now or find out more at lvmarriesthemilitary.com. That's lvmarriesthemilitary.com. The ALS Association Nevada Chapter is holding their one-mile Walk to Defeat ALS on Sunday, November 13th at 12 noon with check-in starting at 10.30 a.m. at Craig Ranch Park. Sign up to walk or find out more details at alsanv.org, alsanv.org, or on Facebook at ALS Association Nevada Chapter. And Make-A-Wish Southern Nevada's holding their second annual Trailblaze Challenge presented by Subaru of Las Vegas on February 3rd to 5th, 2023, with a 12-week training starting in November. This is a 26.2-mile hike through the Valley of Fire backcountry in Mesquite with the goal of raising $300,000 to grant wishes for children with critical illnesses in Southern Nevada. Sign up or find out more info at wish.org slash snv slash trailblaze. That's wish.org slash snv slash trailblaze. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 